Welcome to Inside the Mortgage Mind, a Zenix podcast where you'll hear stories from professionals throughout the industry, from new LOs to CEOs, about their journey to achieving success. We hope these stories inspire and energize you to take your business to the next level. All right, Ryan, we have something in common and you don't even know it. What's that? My daughter's name is Ryan. There you go. But she's the girl version, like Casey is a boy name, Ryan. My oldest daughter is Reagan, so we all have boy names. Well, I could love it. Anyway, so what a pleasure it is to meet you and spend time with you today. Thank you. Thanks for having me, and and uh, and I'm, I'm super excited to be able to speak to you today. Well, I have, uh, of course, a little bit of homework that we did about you and Annie Mack, and I have heard that uh, you guys have been winning culture awards. So I would love for you to start, if you don't mind, and just sort of describe your culture, and then we'll pivot over to how in the world did you win the awards? So let's start off with um, the describing your culture. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, culture of organization is very important uh, to us, and, um, you know, it really starts with the people. And, and I would say, you know, we have um, a team here at Animac that, it's very customer focused, you know, whether it's your internal customers or external customers, everyone, you know, knows what's most important, you know, to, to their role. And that's those, those clients, it could be realtors, it could be the borrowers themselves, uh, you know, our, our vendor partners, um, internal customers. So I think, you know, from a mindset that, you know, it, it really starts there, Casey, you know, we, we believe in, you know, inclusivity, you know, with our team members too. I mean, thank goodness, you know, the organization would have, you know, not be where it is today if people like myself were making all the decisions. So I, I, I think involving, you know, the members that are actually doing the job is something that, that we do very well as an organization. Um, and, you know, it empowers, you know, your people to, to come to the table with, you know, creative ways um, to do their, you know, job better. Um, obviously, you know, really spend time in those focus type groups to to uh, understand. You know, I've, I've been at companies in the past where we've had walls between sales and ops. You know, we, we really uh, do not have that at Animac. I'm not saying there's never a discussion about a loan because we are in the mortgage business, but you know, everyone, um, you know, kind of goes back to understand your customers. Um, you know, people are understand, you know, it's not just another loan. It's a family that we're really trying to, to, to help. And we talk a lot about that at the end of the day. Um, and, you know, people have the ability to recognize each other internally. So I would say we call them anagrams um, three or four times a day. You'll We'll, we'll see an anagram come across um, our, our workday, uh, someone recognizing someone in their department, another department that's going above and beyond. Um, you know, so really keeping teamwork at, at the top of a major focus with the understanding of who your clients are. So an anagram, can you tell me sort of how that works? Is it just an email and the subject line says anagram? And it's, that means I'm, I want to recognize somebody? Yeah, so we have a you know on our internet a way to submit. Um, we call it an anagram. It's very easy to to do, and then it comes out in an email form um, that 
um, shows, you know, who you are recognizing and the reason for that. And, and, um, you know, which, which core value, um, are you recognizing, you know, them for throughout the organization? I love that. So you're driving these core values throughout the, the organization. And so you mentioned, so if someone gets an anagram, they're going to relate it to one of the core values that you're driving home, I'm assuming. Correct. So you have to really know them. What a beautiful way to help ensure that it's not just on paper, but it's actually applied and brought into the culture. Um, it, it, without a doubt, you know, um, you know, I, I, I would say everyone knows our our, our mission statement, you know, um, sure. you know, which is really around, you know, our customers deserving more from the mortgage industry. You know, we believe in and in human interaction during a complex, you know, process. Um, you know, the kind of service and guidance and apps that they just can't provide. Um, well, I think the human interaction is going to grow exponentially, I hope, this year. Um, and if you think about the last two years, the business was so plentiful, so challenging, and there was capacity challenges. And as a result, the human interaction might have been missed. Now, when a lead comes in, that human interaction, that connection is going to drive a higher conversion. And hopefully it just feels better for the LO that's in the market. I, I you know, I, I, because I interview so many people and I have the privilege of sort of seeing under the hood, I keep hearing, well, last year I told people just go to the website, right? Fill out the app and I'll find it. Now I'm hearing people saying, I'm not sending them away anymore. I'm actually trying to engage them at a higher level. So I love the word that you just used. And as anybody's listening in, human interaction, right? That engagement, that connection is going to make a big, big differentiator this year for anyone in the conversion that's focused on any kind of uh, lead conversion. So, you know, our core values are, are, are driven by leadership, excellence, attitude, and dedication, which, you know, spells the word uh, lead. But under, under each of those categories, you know, under leadership, as an example, it's empower others, lead by example, share your ideas, experience, and best practices, right? So, you know, some of what I was talking about, you know, with our sure. focus groups. Um, excellence, you know, accept no substitute for quality, exceed expectations. And, um, you know, the last point is customer service is our business. Mm. Um, attitude, which you know, embrace change. You know, we are in a business that changes every day. It's I get to wake up every day and learn something new and, you know, and, sure. um, you know, positive attitude is contagious. I, I tell, tell people all the time, I can teach anybody anything, but I cannot teach attitude, right? That's the most important right. attribute that I'm looking for in an employee um, and acknowledge accomplishments. That's the other piece of, of, of um, attitude. And then, Lastly, is a dedication, and that's commit to honestly uh, united as a team and cultivate internal and external relationships. So, I wanted you know to give you the full um, you know pieces of our core values and 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 not just the words associated with it. So that's that's something that um, when people are are choosing uh, their anagrams, they they pick you know one of the lead. Um, leadership, excellence, attitude, and dedication. And then uh, they get to write a little bit about how, how they accomplish, you know, that core value. I absolutely love it, Ryan. I got to tell you, we have another thing in common besides our children. My youngest daughter's your name. Is excellence <laughs> is one of our core values. We have five. 
So you'll appreciate it. Excellence is one of them. Education is another. We believe that if we're going to promote, sell, and engage people for education, we better be educated ourselves. So we have uh, a very strong passion for every person in our company is dedicated to growing themselves personally and professionally. So education is a core value. Service is another, serve one another, our community, each, and our clients. Um, And then a fourth one is... um, uh, uh, innovation. So I think you called it uh, have embracing change. <laughs> so uh, you have to embrace change if you're in a business that is growing and thriving. Right. You don't like change. You don't want to be in the mortgage space, but you don't want to be in my company either because we're going to change and evolve with everything. Um, and last but last least is collaboration, working collectively as a team. So awesome. I heard you say yours is leadership, excellence, attitude, and dedication. Correct. Yeah. I hope you don't mind. I might have to steal the gram piece and call them zinnigrams. There you go. So that would work beautifully. We do um, for our culture to help um, a thing called, and I I love that you do it often. I heard you say they'll come out daily. Mm -hmm. We do it only once a month where we do what we call believe cards. Um, But I think I'm going to change it. You might have um, had an impression today where I want to, more often, but ours, we call them believe cards because our word of the year is part of our culture is we pick a word every year. And um, if you do anything that's related to that word, so like believe is our word of the year. Like we believe Mm -hmm. in each other. We believe in our mission. We believe in our products. We believe in our customers. We believe in our students that they are brought to us with purpose to help them succeed and that they can do it. So we have that mentality the minute they show up. It's not that they can't or they won't, but that they will and they can. Because unfortunately, what you believe is what you achieve and what you believe about another human being, they will achieve as well. So be careful. And so our culture is all about believing in one another and believing in our students' success. Anyway. That's uh, awesome. You know, we we have a uh, all-company call every two weeks. Um, and, you know, part of that all company call, which is, you know, all, uh, you know, we're doing it uh, live and uh, we spin our anagram wheel, we, we call it. And, and um, the, you know, there's a new winner every two, two weeks and they get, um, you know, company swag to our swag store. So, you know, as a, as a uh, token of appreciation for taking the time to recognize uh, you have the opportunity to, get a little bit of Animax swag too. So we spin that wheel every two weeks, uh, which is kind of fun on our all company costs. All right. So I'm going to have to add that. You're not <laughs> believe we have a grant, we have a wheel as well on our wheel is, um, you know, a bottle of wine. Uh, it could be a spa, uh, spa nice. day. Uh, it could be a couple hours off, et cetera, or spin again. Every now and then they sneak things on the wheel and I don't even know they're on there and I'm watching the wheel go around and it lands on it. I'm like, all right, you, so, but I, but you, can you believe I don't have company swag on there? Like there that's all covet and love. So I'm going to add, uh, so company swag. So this is a great interview. You're helping me a bunch. <laughs> all right. I, I'm going to challenge anybody listening in because Quite often, uh, what I, I think the greatest compliment for me as a leader, and I don't know if you feel this, is when someone says that your core values aren't just on the paper, that you really live them. And anybody listening in, the first thing, in order to live them, you have to know them. How well do, does, uh, do most people's uh, 
know their mission, their vision, and their core values. And we've actually created a thing um, that's like 50 ways to cascade your vision, mission, and core values so that it becomes just part of the, uh, the culture. And so let me pivot for a moment anyway. That I went off on that because I think we, we got to make sure that it's not just leadership that owns it. And the way that you and I have both done it is by the recognition that they're mm-hmm. watching. And so they recognize what we want them to recognize, which is the core values of the company. So let me pivot, if you don't mind, uh, to leadership, because I've always said, you know, great leaders have great cultures. Um, what, it, what attributes do you think are critical for leaders that work for you and that you believe are important? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, my belief is is more of a servant leadership style, support leadership. Um, you know, when people ask me, you know, what is a successful year? And of course, Animac has a business plan and things we want to achieve, you know. Um, but, you know, I look at, you know, our loan officer's business plans and say, how many of those were we able to accomplish last year? You know, was it 88%, 92%? I look at, um, you know, promotions within the organization and operations and support and were they able to achieve their plans, you know, or some of their goals. So we, we really business plan um, down to the individual. Um, and, and I want to make sure that from a support standpoint that I can help give them the tools uh, and, and the plan to help them achieve their goals at the end of the day. So I look at our leadership as, as those support leaders, as those servant leaders, Casey. So uh, what are you doing right now um, in, for building that next generation of leaders? I keep hearing the constant conversation that we're all aging out. We're growing. I'm going to call it growing, not getting older, but, uh, how are you building the next generation? And is that a focus for you today? It is, you know, because we are, we have growth plans as an organization. So, you know, we have a, an executive team, we have what we call senior leadership team. And, um, then we have what we call senior leadership team 2.0, uh, you know, which, which is really focused on, you know, leadership and, and, and uh, everyone understanding different departments and how they operate. Um, that's from a leadership standpoint, but we're, we also just started our, our next gen program. Um, and that's from a loan officer perspective. And I'll get into ops piece in a little bit, but we are starting to bring people into the organization without any, any experience um, and, and working to um, get them you know, licensed and along the way, we use um, a loan partner uh, role as well as uh, what we call a mortgage contact officer role in our consumer direct uh, division to um, be as people are, are passing their tests and learning mortgage business that that we can, you know, place them in, in, in roles that they're actually um, executing and, and doing good for the uh, business, right? I hear that is always... Uh, a concern with with hiring new loan officers um, throughout our industry is well, uh, you know, what am I going to wait around? I, you know, they need to get paid. How do I do it? So, spending you know last couple of years really formulating a plan uh, around how can I hire productive people that can help the organization while we work on getting them licensed. So that's that's been something that's that it has been exciting for us in the last six eight months. 
Let me give you a huge applause on that because I think that the future of our industry is going to be built on that next generation. And the, and it's got to start with someone, right? So we all started somehow. And there could not, I know a lot of people are going to think I'm crazy saying this, Rand, but there could not be a better time to bring them in. Yeah. Why? Um, there's a certain level of energy they come in with. They don't know the old way. They don't have a set uh, discipline or lack of it, and they'll do whatever you tell them to do. I think the industry at large that has would say that they didn't like rookies is they really just didn't have the process and the platform. Um, obviously, I existed to provide that, but uh, most people who didn't do it well is they just didn't have the process down. They didn't have what qualities am I looking for? How do I onboard them? How do I train them? How do I ensure they're productive? And Anybody listening in, I'll give you a quick three things that you got to do. If you ever bring in new people in, if you do these three things well, you win every time. And I can say that after having done tens of thousands of new people into the market. Number one is you got to source them well. You got to know exactly what you're looking for. Number two is you got to train well. What do you need to train? And it needs to be knowledge, skills, and disciplines. Most people forget the disciplines piece. They just say knowledge and skills. And then the third that you've got to be great. And this is the part most people forget. Again, number one was source. Number two was train. Number three is assimilate. You've got to get them into the market quickly so they get connected and they get, I'm going to say, uh, 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 stuck, if you will, into the mortgage space where they can't live without it because they're experiencing success. And ultimately, they get to see the homeowners get the keys to their house. Um, and so source, train, and assimilate. You do those three things well, you'll win every time. All right, well, uh, those are great. I, I, I can tell you this year, we, we had 12 of our presence club winners were former loan partners um, uh, for us. And so, you know, when you say, you know, how do you make them su successful and can they be successful? That's a stat right there that I can tell you um, that in our presence club, top, top performers, they were former loan partners uh, in the last three years. For us, so. Outstanding. I applaud you for helping the industry because if every lender, a lot of people think it's an all or none. And I'm like, listen, you've got the experienced established sales team. Now just take a fraction of that percentage, say five or 10% of that sales team and bring them over or, or decide I'm going to invest in that percentage. So if you have, you know, a hundred salespeople, you put 10 in, in a year of newbies. And in five years, you've got a better 50% um, uh, higher increase in your headcount, but the more importantly, more loyalty to me, when you you know bring in the new people and it's been proven by the way, greater loyalty, greater performance. Our numbers right now are astounding, even in this market. And it's comparatively, I'm going to say rookies are outperforming the experienced people on average right now, um, if they've been properly trained. I mean, the numbers are staggering as I'm watching them because I study, uh, study it intently. Well, let's end with a, a quick question because um, I have this sense about you. You're giving me this like servant leader. What legacy uh, do you want to leave as a leader? <laughs> Wow, um, that's a great question. Um, you know, one that I I I I, don't, I have never really sat down and and thought about. I think you know I, I I try to wake up every single day and bring the best me that I can bring. You know, I I I I want people to you know be able to say that is someone who who I trusted. Um, that when he said he was going to do something, um, it, it was done. And someone who advanced my career and and, and helped me 
um, you know, on a path that, that helped me achieve my goals. Um, and, and I think, you know, without putting a whole lot of thought into it, Casey, those are the first things that come into, you know, mind, um, someone that made a difference, uh, whether it was, you know, in our industry or individually, uh, with that employee. Wow. Well, I think, uh, you're probably well on your way based on just this little time I've had with you. Oh, thank and you. I, uh, if you don't mind, I, I want to just say thank you. And I appreciate on the personal side who you are from the service that you're doing in the community with the dogs and um, if in, as a foster care household, let me just say thank you. Uh, those are two amazing attributes of you as a person that obviously is translating into your company. And so, right back at you. And it was, it was so great to get to know you a little bit more and, uh, and, and how amazing you are and, and look forward, you know, to more conversations to see how, how, how we can continue to impact, you know, positively and achieve some of our goals like we spoke about earlier. So I'd love to get you back if you don't mind another time where I can talk about how in the world did you get where you are? That's a good one. Is, Is there a good story there? There is a great story because I, they wouldn't hire me at first in, in this industry. I, I had no experience. Uh, so I had to find a different way to, to get in. So there is a great story to that. Okay. You, uh, will you come back and do that for me? I would love to. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Have a blessed day and we will uh, talk again soon. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Look forward to it. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check back for new episodes of Inside the Mortgage Mind, a podcast by Zenix, the Mortgage Academy. You can download our episodes wherever you love to listen to podcasts or on our website at zenix.com slash inside the mortgage mind.